Hey family, this is Randy Harden the Press. I know I've told my story before, but allow me to walk through my exit to freedom, my life. And first of all, I want to share intimate details on how I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit from the very beginning because of what my heart desired. Example, uh, me wanting to know who I was was something that played on my mind quite a bit and uh, to wonder and think about it and contemplate different ways that I, I need to know this information. Uh, I thrived on knowing who I was. And I believe that that God allowed me to be in the car, uh, I'm sorry, being in the truck with my dad that raised me and riding up this particular street in Houston, Texas and to hear the Holy Spirit to tell me to tell your dad what I say. Well, normally, I, I mean, it's a natural thing for me. I said, okay, to myself. I told my dad, I said, Dad, somebody stay around here, I know. And I was looking around, and I focused in on this particular house. And I told my dad, I said, Dad, somebody stay over here, I know. And so he saw me looking at this particular house. And my dad turned around as he was driving, because he drives slow. He was able to turn around and fixate his eyes on what I was looking at. And then I remember him turning back around and reciting these words. Son, don't nobody stay over here, you know, and took off kind of fast and made it to the next main street, I said, well, this don't look right. This don't seem right. What's the deal? This is what I'm saying to myself. Well, I pondered on it that day, the next day, and I ended up catching a metro bus over to the same area. And I found the house that I was looking at. And I'm just trying to walk you through my emotional state of mind of me trying to find out who was I? Who am I? Whose do I belong to? If that makes sense to you. Well, I knocked on the door of this particular house and this old lady came to the door and she said, young man, how can I help you? And I replied, well, ma'am, I'm looking for my father. My grandmother's response, well, let me say it the way it's, it's supposed to be said. The lady that answered the door said, well, son, who is your, who, who is your mother? And I said, well, my mother's name is Della Harden. She say, tiny? And if anybody know my mother, they call her by her nickname because she was always a little person, thin, 
nice shape and everything. And I found myself listening at her response when she said, Tiny, your mother? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, son, come in the house. And I'm looking at her like, I don't even know this woman. Why is she inviting me into her house? So when I didn't move, when she moved, she turned around. She said, son, do you know who I am? I said, no, ma'am. Who are you? She said, I'm your grandmother. Wow. Well, that done don't be real good because who I am in, in, in search for, I have found his mother. And now the story of, of Exit to Freedom, my life, started right there. Because we went through the door and she had me to sit down. And she said, son, I know you don't know me from Eve, but I am your grandmother. And I'm just listening now because she had the floor. She said, now, your father name is Eldridge McClendon. I said, okay, okay. And she said, I know you've probably been looking for him, but I want to be able to give you the information that you need. Therefore, you can locate him. So I got all the information that I could get from her concerning my father, meaning that he was uh, six foot two. He was brown skinned. He was bow legged and he had a fat butt. That's what my grandmother said. So I responded to just that. I said, well, grandmother, I'm not going to be looking at another man's butt. She said, well, I'm just trying to tell you that for you can know who you're looking for. So I went about my way with all the information in my mind. Oh, yes, she did say he drove the Metro bus. So I said, well, Grandma, there's a lot of Metro bus drivers in Houston. She said, well, listen, I'm just trying to give you some information where you have something to go on. Then I went about my way. And uh, I'm searching I'm looking high and low, trying to find this man with a uh, Jerry Curl shag, six foot two, about 250 pounds, brown skinned, bow legged, and had a fat butt. Just going on what I got from her. Well, everywhere I was looking, I couldn't, I couldn't find him. I couldn't see him. But the encounter that I had with the Holy Spirit. God wanted to give me the desires of my heart, which that was the top one on my list. And so I went on this quest to find him. I can't locate him. I can't find him. I don't know what bus uh, depot that he uh, works from. And so uh, I never want to give up. So I continue to look. Uh, Needless to say, The house that my mom stayed in, I had been riding this particular metro bus because it was close. It was passing right by my house, so I see it all the time. And I catch the bus every now and then, but this particular guy, 
that used to drive the bus, he was always taking an interest in talking to me. So guess what? We riding the bus one day and uh, he decided to stop at this Burger King and he said, listen here, son, you want somebody here, man? I said, man, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. I I don't need you to buy me nothing. Because I'm thinking now that this man is either a homosexual or he got a problem of some kind. You know, know, mainly just I thought he was liking men, but I don't get out like that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm making it clear that I don't need you to buy me nothing with an attitude. He looked at me and just laughed. Because one thing I know and two things for sure, if you have a seed of any kind, I don't care if it's an orange seed, an apple seed, if you plant it in the ground, the tree itself going to know its fruit. Or you would know the tree by the fruit it bears. Let me put it that way. Okay? And so when my father impregnated my mother, they knew that I was coming, okay? And so her womb was like the ground or the soil, pro se. Uh, now, when my dad got out, got out of the bus to go get something from Burger King, he heard it in my voice that I don't know who you are and I don't accept nothing from nobody. So he looked at me and he laughed. And the reason why I just gave you that scenario, because he's the tree and he know his fruit. Okay, y'all follow me now. Y'all follow me. I'm trying to walk through this here because there's some intimate details that I really want to tell about my life story. Exit to freedom. And so when my this man, I'm going to call him this man for right now, came back from getting something from Burger King, I remembered what my grandmother told me. The last thing she said, she said that when you think that you found your father, call him by his street name. I said, well, grandmama, what is his street name? My grandmother said his street name is Skeeter. I said, why do they call him Skeeter? See, I was full of questions. And since somebody want to elaborate on my questions I need to know all of my questions I need all of them to be answered and so I said why do they call him Skeeter she said because he have 38 kids I say 30 what she said well you in the upper bracket I say bracket and so I found myself thinking like man 38 kids good God almighty and then I ran into this man. He's getting off the Metro bus as the driver of the Metro bus. I still don't know who he is. So when he did ask me, son, you want something out of Burger King? I said, man, I don't even know you, man. And no, I don't want nothing, man. I don't need you to buy me nothing, man. Cause I think he's flirting. I think he's gay. I think I'm thinking all the bad thoughts, but I didn't forgot about the desires of my heart and what God is trying to do. So when this man came back from getting something out of Burger King, 
I remember what my grandmother said. And she said that when you think that it's your father, call him by a street name. And so I had watched the man, watch this. I had watched this man when he walked off the bus simply because I heard the Holy Spirit say, look at your father. <laughs> I didn't respond to that because I said, if that be true, he's a liar too. So I heard the, I heard the Holy Spirit say, look at your father. So I turned and I looked at him as he was walking into Burger King. I said, that man about 6'2", with a jerry curl shag, bow leg, with a fat butt. I said, Godly, man, is this my father, man? And so as he was coming back, I saw him coming. So I was positioning myself to, to call him by his street name. And when he put one foot on the, on the bus, I looked to him and I said, say Skeeter. He said, huh? I said, man, why you ain't tell me you were my father, man? I said, I know I've been riding this Metro bus, man, for about two years and I always realized that you called me son. I say, I was riding the bus, uh, riding with my dad and I found out through the Holy Spirit that I had a grandmother that stayed off Laurie Coppy in Lockwood. And he said, yeah, yeah. I said, well, why haven't you tried to come find me, man? Because I felt like in my household I was presently in that I was mistreated. I, I felt, and see, my feelings are valid. I felt like I was in the, uh, I was in the wrong place. I felt like uh, I was being uh, misused, beaten, you know, just wasn't liked at all and uh, felt the love from my mother, but never from my dad. Now, truth be told, I thought that dad and a father meant the same thing. Later on in life, I found out that it was a difference. And so back to the story. We we are on the Metro bus and I'm 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 giving it to him as far as why haven't you tried to come find me? Uh, why did you just leave me like this? So he proceeded to explain that your mother had got remarried and I didn't want to cause any trouble. I said, well, you got some now because I've been left out here for 18 years being mishandled, being confused, not knowing who I am, but getting treated badly. His reply was, I'm sorry. And so we, we, we talked a little bit more and after all the hollering that I was doing at him, he just sat back and received it because he knew he had it coming. He should have been on top of this. I shouldn't have had to come find him. He should have came and found me. And 
he say, well, son, just calm down. He say, let's get together, man, sometime next week. This is the day that I'm off, but here's my number. Give me a call. Let's talk about it, man. Let me uh, uh, talk with you a little bit more. Afford me the opportunity to be able to, to, to make you understand why. Why the distance was put between us. Why I didn't never come around. Why you didn't know me. Hmm. It is a mystery, but I had to crack the code. I'm going to finish this on the next segment, but I appreciate you guys listening to my story. I'm going into the intimate details of my story, Exit to Freedom. And I would like to give a shout out to my beautiful wife, Michelle Renee Harden, for being able to look beyond all of my faults and put my story on the big reel for the big movie for the big screen. I want to send a shout out to her, thanking her for being able to see me for who I was and collaborate with me to put a movie together about my life story, Exit to Freedom. Tune in next time to part two of Exit to Freedom, my life. Thank you guys so very much. This is Randy Harden, the prayers. Tune in to part two of Exit to Freedom, My Life Story.